0: Katie, when I yes. say. <laughs> so, Katie.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what is it? God damn it. <laughs> when I say July 21st, 1861, what comes to mind?
1: Um, Packers win the Super Bowl
0: you're about 100 years too early but good guess as you might know in america 1861 is kind of known as the beginning of a little tiff known as the
1: civil war
0: you got it but not only is it the beginning of the civil war katie but it's also the date of the worst picnic ever let me explain let just go on. So in 1861, enthusiasm for war was high on both sides of the country. On the one side, you had the North fighting to restore the Union. On the other side, you had the Confederacy, which was fighting for its independence from the United States, among other things. Americans on both sides romanticized war as a noble thing. After the fall of Fort Sumter on April fifteenth, 1861, Lincoln called for 75,000 volunteers from state militias to join the federal forces for a 90-day campaign to put an end to Southern Rebellion.
1: I think that's really sweet that he thought it would be done in 90 days. Right? Like, in and out, quick, quick,
0: quick. Really naive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the response from state militias was overwhelming, and the number of Northern troops well exceeded 75,000. Both sides, interestingly, believed that a single heroic battle would decide the winner and that the whole thing would just kind of blow over really fast.
1: And then back to business.
0: So, this brings us to July 21st, 1861. This is the day of the first Battle of Bull Run, or if you're from the South, the Battle of Manassas.
1: I'm <laughs> sorry. Manassas. I always laugh when I drive by that sign.
0: Manassas. <laughs> Katie is also a 12-year-old boy.
1: <laughs> I do have the body type of one and also the sense of humor of one.
0: So just a quick side note on what the first battle of the Civil War was. This is a highly contentious topic. Um, Just a little tip. If you ever need to make a quick escape from a room full of history enthusiasts, just ask, what was the first battle of the Civil War? And then run away as fast as you can. (laughs) So most people agree that Fort Sumter Mm. marked the beginning of the Civil War while the first battle of the Civil War was Bull Run. That was like the first real, first full-size battle. But so for, for my story today, let's just agree that the Battle of Bull Run was the first full-scale battle. Let the hate mail ensue. So let's go back to July 21st. Let me give you a little rundown on how this battle went. There were a lot of difficulties. Keep in mind Both armies were full of inexperienced young soldiers. The Union plan was apparently too complex for the young soldiers, and the Confederate Army had troubles with communication. Um, Also, do you remember the colors of the uniforms for the North and the South? Yes,
1: yes, the blue and the gray. Mm -hmm.
0: That's right. Did you know blue and gray look very similar (laughs) Especially when it's the 19th century and you're on a battlefield.
1: Well, everything's black and white, right? Right. All the photographs that I've seen indicate that that was the case. So I can see exactly. how that would be very confusing for them. Mm.
0: It was very, it was yes. very tricky. Mm. Um, however, despite these difficulties, the battle started off strong for the Union as their sheer numbers alone pushed the Confederate soldiers back. So at first, it looked like the Union was going to win the battle. Um, oh, here's another fun side note, too. There is one particularly famous part of the battle that occurred at a place called Henry House Hill. Confederate Colonel Thomas Jackson and his forces held back the Union troops on this hill. It was said that Colonel Jackson held the hill like a, quote, stone wall. This oh. earned him the nickname of
1: stonewall jackson you
0: got it mm-hmm. so while stonewall jackson was holding off the union attack reinforcements for the confederates arrived from general joseph johnston which made a huge difference to the army and they were able to push back the union army then with one final cavalry charge led by confederate colonel Jeb stewart the union army was in full retreat And there you have it, the Confederates had won the first major battle of the Civil War. But, there was an audience. What? A throng of sightseers from Washington, in support of the Union Army, had ventured out to watch what they assumed would be the climactic battle of a short rebellion.
1: Oh my gosh. This takes this takes like fangirling to a whole nother level. Oh, Katie Justy, wait. So according
0: to Captain John Tidball, probably tidball. <laughs> probably tidball. <laughs> tidball? Oh, sorry. That's all right. According to Captain John Tidball. These sightseers, quote, came in all manners of ways, some in stylish carriages, others in city hacks, and still others in buggies, on horseback and even on foot. Apparently, everything in the shape of vehicles in and around Washington had been pressed into service for the occasion. It was Sunday, and everybody seemed to have taken a general holiday. That is all the male population, for I saw none of the other sex there, except a few huckster women, Excuse me. I take offense at <laughs> of that.
1: I feel like huckster is like a really underused insult. <laughs> right? And we need to bring that back. Yes.
0: I think we should do like a hashtag huckster on our shirts. <laughs> we should probably Google it first and find out what it means
1: before we bring it back. Yes, to so make sure make sure the kids these days aren't using it in a different way that I'm sure it's probably grossly inappropriate, but
0: for I saw none of the other sex there except a few huckster women who had driven out in carts loaded with pies and other edibles. All manners of people were represented in this crowd from the most grave and noble senators to hotel waiters, end quote. So most spectators, Katie, gathered at Centerville Heights, which was about five miles from the fighting, and indeed they did pack picnics But the picnics were more out of necessity than just something fun to do on a Sunday. Um, Centerville was 25 miles from Washington, um, which was approximately a seven-hour carriage ride one way.
1: Oh, my God. To, To drive seven hours to go watch some dudes bayonet each other to death. That's
0: what the horses were saying to each other. Like, can you freaking believe this? This is my day in the paddock. So obviously, the people who went out would need food and they couldn't rely on the hospitality of Virginians who were now their rivals. Now, these were not just picnickers out for a day of picnicking. A bunch of them were politicians, such as senators and congressmen. There were journalists there, and even that legendary photographer Matthew Brady was there. If you've ever seen images from the Civil War, it was probably Matthew Brady who took them. Um, For these spectators, the battle wasn't just something to kill boredom on a Sunday in July. It was important politically, so of course politicians attended. It was also important socially, so journalists attended. And, of course, it was an opportunity to sell food, so food sellers attended. So here's, in case you've forgotten, here's just another reminder that everybody, specifically the Union, thought that the Union had it in the bag. A correspondent for the London Times named William Howard Russell stated, quote, On the hill beside me, there was a crowd of civilians on horseback and in all sorts of vehicles, with a few of the fairer, if not gentler sex." The spectators were all excited, and a lady with an opera glass, who was near me, was quite beside herself, when an unusually heavy (laughs) discharge aroused the current of her blood. That is splendid, oh my! Is not that first-rate? I guess we will be in Richmond tomorrow. End quote. (laughs) That's a direct quote.
1: Wow.
0: So evidently Russell eventually got annoyed by these people um, and they, I guess they were constantly asking to use his glass, which I assume means like his binoculars. Mm-hmm. Um, so he decided to leave the group and actually get closer to the battle. Um, especially nope. Nope. after an officer rode up and exclaimed to the whole crowd, we have whipped them on all points. In fact, Katie, things were so assumed to be going so well that, that there was a judge there named Judge Daniel McCook and his son, Private Charles McCook, who was actually fighting in the battle and his son stopped fighting in the battle to have lunch with him.
1: (laughs) So he stopped, put his rifle, his musket rifle, what have you, down, go, you know, grab some munchies with dad and then go back.
0: Basically, yes. And I always forget, I mean, we only, Mm -hmm. you know, we're so fortunate that we only experienced war really through Hollywood, right? Mm -hmm. And to us, battles seem like they start and stop within like 10 minutes. But this battle in particular went on for hours. And so somebody like Private Charles McCook, I think he was sort of sitting in the, quote, like the dugout. Like, he was waiting for his turn, sort of, to Mm -hmm. do what he needed to do next, and so it wasn't like he laid his rifle, like, in the grass as he was fighting, but rather, yeah, he was just sitting off to the side, like, they figured they were going to win the war, he probably wasn't needed. Oh, his dad's here to watch him in his big battle, and he was going to go have lunch with him
1: it also just shows just how completely out of touch these people are with the realities of warfare and the realities that were to come like like you said earlier they just thought this was going to be you know one big battle done no big deal and you know they're just completely removed from what war really does entail
0: and on both sides equally Mm. i think So since most of the spectators were watching from five miles away in Centerville, the information they were receiving back from the battlefield was over an hour old. All that the spectators could really see of the battle was the gun smoke. Despite the sounds of musketry and artillery fire growing stronger, a bunch of spectators who were unhappy with their view, and also encouraged by the news that the Union was doing so well, decided to actually go get a closer look.
1: Oh, these are like the videos I watched on YouTube of people who were like, hey, look at that bison. That giant 2,000-pound wild animal looks really fluffy. Let me go touch it. And you're like, no. This is a very bad decision.
0: This is not going to end no, well. No, for,
1: for no one. Mm-hmm.
0: What these people didn't realize, however, is that the Union troops had begun to retreat. You have to remember that these were untrained kids, essentially, who had signed up just for 90 days, and many of them panicked and actually ran from the battlefield. Mm. The spectators who came in for a closer look got caught up in the stampede of the retreating Union troops. Everyone, both troops and civilians, were desperate to escape. Author Eugene C. Tidwell, funny, same name as the last tidbul but no relation guys. Oh, I don't, I don't know um author eugene c Tidbull writes quote carriages collided tearing away wheels then horses were cut loose and ridden without saddles judge mccook's son seeing what was happening left lunch took off running to rejoin his unit in doing so he was shot by a confederate right in front of his dad who raced him back to Centerville as fast as he could, where he eventually died. Most of the civilians joined the flight back to Washington unharmed. There allegedly was one senator from Michigan who tried to block the main road to Washington, while one from Ohio grabbed a gun and threatened to shoot any deserters. Henry Wilson, a senator from Massachusetts and future vice president under...
1: Oh.
0: Ulysses S. (gasps) Grant! I am ashamed that-, that
1: I forgot that detail.
0: Shame. 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 We need to get you a straw hat. Um, <laughs> so he felt bad for the fleeing soldiers and actually passed out sandwiches to them as they ran oh. by. <laughs> Peanut, butter, jelly, tuna salad. Anyone? Watch your step. Uh, despite being victorious, Confederate forces were too disorganized to pursue the Federals, although they did take a congressman prisoner, Alfred <laughs> Eli of New York. Now, don't worry about him. He was actually treated amazingly well. Um, so don't feel too when bad.
1: Did, when did he get released?
0: He got released. I'm not sure the time frame. He did spend some time, but he also got to like have visitors and like go travel and meet people while he was a prisoner. And then they exchanged him for somebody else. Oh, okay, like a year later or okay. something. Interesting. Only... That's a very
1: interesting detail.
0: These are gentlemen, Katie. <laughs> oh. This is a gentleman's war.
1: They're not. They're not going to be kept on a prisoner of war barge out in the bay. No
0: only one civilian was killed in the battle mm. an elderly woman named judith henry whose home was engulfed by the fighting Aww. basically her house got in the way <sighs> Poor and judith. it really is i really is sad and they do have a memorial for her
1: oh it's uh, her on the battlefield I, uh, I assume her house
0: the house does not have a memorial no. for it just her oh.
1: no no i i meant like it it's it was burned to the ground <laughs> It's destroyed, yes.
0: Aww. Ultimately, Union forces endured a loss of 3,000 men killed, wounded, or missing in action, mm-hmm. while the Confederates suffered 2,000 casualties. The scale of this mm-hmm. bloodshed horrified not only the spectators that day, but also the U.S. government in Washington, who thought this would be an easy, over and done with war.
1: Gotta rethink that 90 day in and out kind of business.
0: After this defeat at Bull Run, it became clear to everyone that serving 90 days of military service was completely unrealistic, and Congress immediately set about reorganizing and expanding the size of the army and extending the length of enlistment to prepare for the long and arduous fight ahead. And that is the worst picnic ever this week in history, July 21st, 1865
1: um cindy i think i have to humbly disagree with you i think the worst hi- picnic in history you know what i'm gonna say
0: uh your second grade field day did you get stung by a bee
1: no the tire party <gasps> oh tire
0: party. Well, that wasn't so much a picnic as the worst family road trip ever
1: <laughs> touché